0: You're listening to Comedy Central. You guys remember meeting your first homeschooled kid? (laughs) Fuck, they're weird. (laughs) If you never met a homie, I'll explain it to you. (laughs) Homeschool kids (laughs) always act exactly the way an alien would act if they took over a human's body. Like they kind of get it, but if you watch them from a distance, you're just like, ah, that one's eating cereal with a fork. Homeschool. And they just show up, just walk out of a house in your neighborhood you were sure no children lived in. They always come out and smell like socks that weren't dried all the way. Yeah, they're gross. And the very first thing they say to you is always nuttier than squirrel shit. <laughs> it's never, hi, I'm Steve. It's always, my name's Baxter and my dad puts honey in our milk. <laughs> and I don't fucking think so. Just grow up to fuck weird. Like they only move their shoulders. Are there any of you fucking freaks in here tonight? You're homeschooled? Jesus. You don't look it. How long? I was homeschooled
1: my entire life. Fuck off, really?
0: So this is like when pandas stop being cute and they just put them back into the wild. Your whole life? Church? Religious? Yeah. That's always what it is. <laughs> Would you do it to your kids? Never. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Very smart. Thank you for being honest.
2: Security. I, uh... All right. That was Shane Torres, one of the funniest guys in the business. IMO. Hysterical, hysterical, hysterical. Stand up with Chris Stefano and the Cold Boys. Comedy Central, Gail's Chloe. daughter.
3: Gail's daughter. Oh, Gail's
2: daughter, Gail's daughter Chloe. right, Gail's right, right. Daughter, Sorry, Chloe. GDC. Gail's daughter, Chloe. Sorry, Chloe
3: going through a, a rebrand. Yes.
2: Sorry, GDC. Sorry. Back to
3: school episode of Stan and Chris Steffano. Got a bunch of school clips. Fuck yeah! For all the kids out there and the parents.
2: <laughs> Yo, I know.
3: <laughs> Big demos for Sam and
2: Big, absolutely. You're a parent. I feel like a good amount of my. I am a parent. I feel like I have and I a, am a, a child. decent, um, a decent amount of people who reach out to me on social media that like my work thats say um their parents as well mm. so they're like if you can do it oh. I can do it it's one of those and for those reasons you're an inspiration yeah it's to we- us all it's weird though how like with social media now you know like my kids teachers are like I follow you on Instagram I'm so like Eesh, please don't please don't yeah. you know but what am I gonna do it's like they ha- I can't tell them not to. Right? They have. Yeah. Or f- even weirder, following. I mean, the shit that my kids' teachers used to put on Instagram. Oh, you're like, god. oh <laughs> my god. Cause they're like, like they're girls in their twenties that are like hot, like yeah. doing things, and you're like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. It's my kid's teacher. It's my kid's teacher. <laughs> you know, it's like one of twenty seventh birthday, like started <laughs> drinking at like ten o'clock in the morning, like a shit show. You're like following their stories, and you're like, you're gonna be teaching my kid tomorrow. You know, yeah, she's like,
3: putting on a movie tomorrow. That's what oh she's yeah, doing.
2: or like crazy shit. Do like, you think
4: about Delilah sort of looking at your social media, looking at her moms, looking at her
3: teachers. <laughs>
2: I do think about that. that was like I like
3: d- the first thing that we would do is like look them up on social media.
2: Well, you yeah. teachers? You come, Girl, yeah. Like, yeah. Huh. You, yeah. That's Yeah, because you Not had, you had teachers in the social media age. You were in high school. Yeah. Like, yeah. your high school teachers had Instagram.
3: Weird. Yeah. Well, they, so weird. They, like, my friends and I were generally more early adopters of Instagram than our teachers. But right. they were... <laughs> Online and stuff like that and you would look them up and try and find everything on them.
2: Even like some teachers that I know, they're you know, just friends or whatever, like they'll post something to their Instagram story or their Snapchat of a kid doing something, and I'm like, I feel like you can't do that. Mm
5: -hmm. Like I feel like
2: you can't. Like one of my friends posted a kid like getting an answer wrong and like being sued. Oh, they're students? Yeah, they're students. Like in school, I'm like unacceptable. You cannot post these kids. Of getting the answer wrong? Like or like the kid like got this answer <laughs> wrong like no like only the teacher dumbass. knew about it and it was like okay. and it was like put like an uh, like right. buzzer and it's like what if the kid's mom saw that like wouldn't you be in a lot of trouble I think
4: society uh, in general needs to come up with some sort of more hard and fast in rules a society hard and fast rules about um, posting children that do not belong to you. Like you
3: know, even yeah, I mean? yeah, the children yeah. that do belong to you. <laughs> Fair. There are kids that grow up with their entire lives documented now. And yeah. what happens when you're five and yeah. you're like, oh, a thousand people have seen a picture of me every single day for my entire life.
2: That's why that's why I wasn't thinking like that, but then I was I was like, you know what? I'm only gonna post my daughter on stories once in a while that like expire, and she has her own private, private Instagram. It's more of like it's all, I have to accept everyone that follows. It's mostly just close friends and family where like I am, I have it, but nobody's seeing it, but like close, like yeah. as if like it were pictures in a draw of her. Right. You know what but I mean? What's that, that, that going to do
3: for her self-esteem when she's only on your stories? You know, she doesn't that's, get the grid.
2: That's true. You know, that's, that's true that too. Hurt someone. Nicole,
3: that's a really good point. I have I'm friends like... that only store me. I don't get in the grid. And that's, that's how you know who your two friends are. How?
2: I'm kind of damn. You're damned if you do damned if you don't. Yeah. Cause yeah. she's
4: not going to be able to look back at your stories. She's only going to see the grid <laughs> well, you
2: Give her like a photo and, phone book. Anytime she's on a story that I post on like my social media, like I want, like, you know, because it's like beautiful things that she does. I'll save that and then post the story on her private Instagram on the grid. Aww. But I just don't want to post her on my main page because it's like that. What you were thinking, and also like I don't know. Like there was one guy. It just took one person and made me realize. Like wow, one guy sent me a DM. It was like beautiful kid. What size are her f- shoes? And I was, like, ah! Get the fuck ah! out of here. Get the fuck ah! out of here. I had an experience
4: yeah. not too long ago where I was walking in the West Village and I recognized a child from social media. And it was like, she wasn't, it was a, like an influencer girl who,
3: Northwest.
4: I, who I sort of know, um, but she's like an influencer and she posts her kid is adorable and I'm obsessed with him. But then I saw him with a different adult <gasps> in the village. It was this grandma babysitter 911? or something, mm, but I was like, it. I don't know what this is, but this is something. The fact that I just know so much about this child and yeah. I'm walking by, like that is there's something to that, like yeah, I don't know, concerning, yeah, concerning.
2: Well, no, that's what, I, and that's why I've like stranger. scaled everything back, and I'm very like, I try to explain to my daughter what this all means. Like, do not, you cannot talk to anyone, stranger Daddy's danger. Daddy's just because. Well, not, all. well, it's 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 almost weird. It's almost it'd almost be better for us if I was really yeah. famous because then nobody, then you're untouchable. Yeah. Like, like Jim uh. Gaffigan can like post his kids because like nobody's going near him. But me, I'm like a micro-influencer, right. you know? So it's like, people think like they can send you a message and yeah. you're gonna see it, you know, and I will see it, you know, <laughs> right. and they're right, yeah, I don't have 20 million followers, you know? If I did, then it's like, then it becomes like, so uh-huh. I, I feel like for those reasons, I've decided like, I am not gonna post my kid and
3: for those anymore. reasons We've decided
2: Yeah I'm just not gonna do it That's
3: good That's yeah, good That's trying good to either. think
2: about ahead Because it's just a new Like frontier new On the flip side frontier. of
3: that Like
4: people posting Their toddlers Is my favorite part of Instagram Like I don't want that to stop Right You know <laughs> so
3: And on the other hand I love it
2: <laughs> Well I think if you have A small amount of followers And you're just like work, like, Yeah so
3: Chloe Don't worry about it Because you get Under a thousand Yeah
2: You don't got Those blue checks girl Well no you have A lot of fucking Famous friends a lot of blue check friends with the biz you work in. Are
3: you mm-hmm. blue check, Chloe? No, no.
2: Blue Yikes. check is like.
3: I didn't know. I was what
2: Are
3: you blue check, Nicole? Uh, yeah, big
4: time. Dang.
2: Are you really? Ooh, Cute. Nicole, yeah. what
4: is your follower count on Instagram and Twitter?
3: It's different. My Inst- Instagram is small. I've just recently tried to expand my Instagram presence. Why don't you just tell the people what your name is? Nicole W. Boyce on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter, I'm almost at 8,000 now. Yay! It's been going viral. B
2: O Y C E. B O
3: Y C E. Because it's just yeah. Nicole W. Boys. But Nicole regularly Check goes out. viral with
4: hundreds of thousands of retweets. Yeah. yeah. Most recently, Jeremy Renner. Yes. Tell People about your Jeremy Renner.
3: Uh, downloaded the uh, Jeremy Renner app and uh, tried to take a screenshot of me fake purchasing uh ninety nine dollars worth of Jeremy Renner uh, stars and uh, accidentally <laughs> authorized the payment with my thumb because I was taking the screenshot on my iPhone 8. And, um yeah, pay Jeremy Renner uh, ninety nine dollars. And what what is
2: what does Jeremy Renner do? He's an app where
3: only he can post and you have to buy stars to engage with the post. He's a
4: movie star that no one needs more information about or yeah. from. He, but he's like a big, you know, he's like Marvel and uh,
3: I love Jeremy
2: Renner. Yeah, yeah exactly. But...
4: but so he has this <laughs> yeah. app he has this you app where you pay
3: twenty dollars to all. like his That's
4: post. kind of the whole thing that's so funny about this is he had this app that was like places for Jeremy Renner fans to connect
3: and like collaborate. It's like there's this
4: thing. It's not but for a while yeah, like, for well,
3: for a while. A while it was fine and it was just for his fans and it, like worked out and then um, yeah like as of like a month ago people started making like profiles for like casey anthony and it kind of <laughs>
4: it went try. off the rails pretty recently <laughs> Is that someone, a real thing when someone figured out that yeah. every notification that was coming from the app appeared to be coming directly from jeremy Renner, and so it's, it's really funny yeah it was really funny
3: it's worth looking but a lot of know. celebrities have these apps because uh like, like crystalia has one like from the same company as so it's Jeremy not Ryan. Cameo. No. no There's no, a no. whole it's app. app.
2: Like, like in other words, the, it's the Chris D'Elia app. Yes. Yeah. So I have to pay $9 a month or something like that, and I can engage, or it's like you pay for... Per you, po- you buy... Um, you buy the app. Stars
3: is the currency. <laughs> app is free. You buy stars to interact, uh, and one would hope to get Jeremy Renner's attention. <laughs> That's the goal.
2: So then I'll buy the star uh-huh. to... Different stars will get me different things. Like, if I buy 10 stars, I can communicate. Like, he'll send me a video message. Not
3: even really. You just, like, like his posts and stuff like
4: that. It's basically just, like, (laughs) for these celebrity apps, they (laughs) curate. Not even curate. They put all. They aggregate. Aggregate. Aggregate all the content from the different social media platforms into one. So you don't have to check Kylie Jenner's, all of her things. You can just check her app to see, like, what she's up to on Snapchat and Instagram.
3: The thought is that, like, if you Understood. had a Facebook profile with, like, 10 million fans, like, Facebook is free. So, like, why not have those people pay money? That's it.
2: Well, I think that's where just the world is going, right? Yeah. I mean, more and more, again, this is stand-up podcast, and I can feel like I could talk about stand-up. It's like, that's what most of, like, I bet you comedians are going to start doing that left and right. Like, just be like, hey, I'm just going to put my thing on my special on my website it's like yeah. just pay 5 bucks. Well yeah, because I it. think
3: we in the in the 80s 90s there was like this mega celebrity kind of thing, the cult of celebrity, and now we're kind of seeing celebrities Everywhere, everyone is yeah, like, a celebrity to other people. You exactly, know? and any these mi- that's like what podcasts are popular. Like you have this microcosm of a small community of people that like want to hear your every word.
2: Yeah, now it's. I feel like it used to be like in the 80s and 90s. It's like, oh yeah, you become a celebrity because you appeal to pretty much everybody. You're a general general popularity. Now it's like you got to be niche. You got to be you, niche. You have to be niche. Nobody cares about the general shit. Yeah. Be very niche. Be. 100% of these people love you, and if the other people hate you, then who cares? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Nicole's playing footsies with me. Oh my God, was I? Stop I'm trying sorry. to come over to my sorry. side. You guys,
4: the <laughs> sexual tension in this room is palpable! Palpable! palpable. Between the blue
3: check marks.
2: No, okay. yeah. Blue check mark love. Blue check mark love. <gasps> I'm gonna write a pilot that's called the <laughs> Blue check mark love. Yeah.
4: About two publicists introducing two celebrities,
3: and then they fall in love. That's basically set it up. Yeah. The Netflix oh. movie with uh, Zoe Deutsch, Deutsch Gang. What was that? Me and my friends do Deutsch Gang. I don't know. That's I, really funny. You Fans literally just so said
2: do- something in German and then put your hand up. I was <laughs> like, what is she fucking
5: doing?
3: <laughs> oh, in hindsight, yes. No, that was a dab for those listening. Okay. Um, great. She great, did great Content for um. I did not inhale. something in
2: German.
3: <laughs> um. <laughs> um. So yeah, there's just a bunch of funny apps. Uh, celebrities everywhere. Everywhere you, know, you turn, babies, adults.
2: Do you guys ever watch <laughs> that show Vikings?
3: Um. let's talk about being homeschooled
2: (laughs) Vikings were homeschooled Um, they okay let's talk about being homeschooled
3: or just regular school or just school yeah well let's play these next school clips and then we'll talk about school after
2: Anthony Jezelnik the man Joe Firestone the woman (laughs) great comedians (laughs) I've never met Joe but all I've heard is great things about her and we're always so close to each other but we never have personally met Anthony I opened for him once and he thought I was uh, um, the janitor true story (laughs)
6: One year in high school, I ran for class president, and I lost... to a girl in a wheelchair. No, I'm not ashamed. I know she definitely got the sympathy vote, but that's just because I ran a really negative campaign. (laughs) Vote for Anthony. His ideas have legs. You should all be laughing at that joke. There's no ramp here. This is fucking easy. I'm like eight minutes in, CD's already gone gold. I was in college, I got stuck in a dorm room with this guy from Eastern Europe. Now, I don't know if there's a problem with people from Eastern Europe, but this guy would not shower or use deodorant. But I didn't have the heart to tell him that he smelled bad, so one morning I left him a note. It said, Dear Olaf, get out of my country. I loved college. College was so great. The only thing I didn't like about college was calculus. Did you guys take that shit? Hated calculus. Hated it. And I was failing calculus so badly that I tried to get my girlfriend to sleep with my professor to get me an A. But you know how chicks are. She forgot to mention me. (laughs) My little brother is in high school right now. I'm a close, but sometimes he'll take advantage of that. Last week, he calls me up. He goes, Anthony, I just cut school for no reason. Now I need you to write me a sick note and then forge dad's signature. And I did it but I'm horrible at stuff like that. His teacher just took one look at the note and said, Mikey, you expect me to believe this? You don't have AIDS. (laughs) Now, if you like that AIDS joke, lucky day. You were going to love... You were going to love this next AIDS joke. (laughs) I just got an email from an ex-girlfriend of mine telling me that she has AIDS, and I didn't know how to comfort her. So I just wrote back, I know... Maybe some of you guys noticed a pattern here. (laughs) These are all great
5: jokes.
6: (laughs) I just got back from my 10-year high school reunion. The prom queen now weighs 300 pounds and has three kids. Heartbreaking. She used to have five kids.
7: their their talent show as a kid? Anyone do a talent show? Aye, who did that? Is your talent whistling? No. Do you whistle at a lot of things or was that just getting you going? Did you whistle? Sorry. No, don't, I mean... (laughs) Don't apologize for whistling. That's that that's uh, you know an oxymoron. Uh, okay, so you whistled? What'd you do? What I do in talent show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I no, okay. okay. <laughs> I said who who's done talent show? You whistled. The most confident way to say I did. (laughs) (laughs) Then, when I asked you a follow up question, you said, Music. (laughs) Give me something. Uh, You were in a band.
6: Yeah, I was in a band.
1: What's the band
7: called? Uh, I had a
1: band from sixth grade to 11th grade called Recyclable Friend.
7: (laughs) <laughs> That's perfect <laughs> That is just about perfect you, Do you keep in touch with the other members of Recyclable Friends? <laughs> <laughs> One of them The drummer Oh it's always the drummer It's always the drummer Isn't it the drummer? Yes <laughs> Oh man I did, I, did a, I did my middle school talent show I did, did you do your middle school talent show? I did What did you do?
6: I only remember what Lindsay Hickman did.
7: What'd she, What did <laughs> Lindsay Hickman do?
6: they did um, open the door, get on the floor, everybody walked the dinosaur.
7: That
6: <gasps> yeah, was, was powerful. They seared seared <laughs> into the, the, whole, the seared into this, yeah.
7: Where's Lindsay Hickman now?
6: Oh god, I think she wasn't there I think she was in Hurricane Harvey.
1: <laughs> but she's okay. She's okay. Oh my god. But I
6: just realized that she was probably in the floods, the massive flooding. <laughs> if you're there, Lindsay, hi, how's let's it going? Just, hope yeah, your let's, family's good. Let's think probably have kids by now.
7: <laughs> let's give a moment to think about Lindsay Hickman. I hope she's doing all right. Well, always bringing it back to reality. <laughs> I I did a middle school talent show. I was in my middle school talent show, and we decided to do a dance to Come On Over by Christina Aguilera. And uh, we decided we all was gonna we were all going to wear the same thing. A bunch of friends, we were all going to wear the same exact thing. And they all agreed. They were like, we got to do pleather pants and a belly shirt. And I was like, okay. And then I got home, and I was like, I can't wear a belly shirt. I don't want to wear a belly shirt. I'm freaking out. And I told my mom, and she's like, i got a plan. And my mom, she went out, and she got me a skin-colored leotard, <laughs> And she drew a belly button. On.
5: <laughs>
7: and you know what? Actually, from far away, like from on stage, it really did look like a leotard with a belly button <laughs> drawn on it. But the point of the story is the the moral of the story is that it it never pays off to be vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable is the right one
2: that was Anthony Jeselnik and Joe Firestone um, two very similar comedians V sim.
3: style sound voice
2: Anthony tone. Jeselnik I opened for him in 2012 at Governor's Comedy Club mm-hmm. and he didn't know that I like the show hadn't started and I was just sitting in there and he goes hey man can I just have the, uh, the room this is kind of just for the comedians and I was like I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm opening." He goes, "Are you serious?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "I genuinely thought you were the custodian." <laughs> That's what he said. He called, he's, and he used the word custodian. I'm like, "This isn't a school." That's so funny. But he thought I was like the cleaning up because uh, I was just sitting there, I guess, not dressed appropriately. He he was the first comedian that I saw, and this was when he was still doing he, the comedy club was sold out for him. But you know, now he does the theaters. But they were he at the knows. end of his set, like a musician. Calling out the jokes they wanted to hear.
4: Mm, yeah, requests.
2: So it was dope. Mm. I never seen anything yeah. like that. And then he, does he would get
4: that, yeah. do
2: them, and they would crush. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. Yeah.
4: yeah. You know, uh, Nick Anthony Jesselnick has both a podcast, the Jesselnick oh. and Rosenthal Vanity Project, on Comedy, Comedy Central football, podcasts, and then also his new show, Good Talk with Anthony Jesselnik, mm-hmm. is currently airing on Friday nights at eleven o'clock. He talks Ooh. to guests like Nick Kroll. Kristen Shaw, Nicole, Kumail Nanjiani, David Spade, Natasha Leggero. A-listers, big ones. Big big-os. big ones. Season big four,
2: O's. Chris Stefano. Yes. Season four, maybe I'll get season maybe i get them when it gets season four when they need to like you know what I mean. Yeah. We're done with the A-listers. Mm-hmm. Let's just go. Yeah, let's just right. go down the list. Season 4 we'll
3: get you on. They
2: here. accidentally because every you know I get an email to like post um, stupid questions like to post in the Dropbox. I'll get a Dropbox email to like post.
4: This is blowing up a spot that's not directly mine, but it's adjacent to mine, and I should have caught this. And I did every not, Friday, I'm um, embarrassed I'll get it. about this. I'll get the Dropbox to, to
2: post the stupid questions, um, oh. which is a show on Comedy Central. It's sometimes It's either on at eleven or eleven thirty. It's on in between other oh, shows.
4: Eleven thirty currently.
2: Currently, Fridays Comedy Central. I ask guests stupid questions. Whatever. It's it's um it's five minutes, but maybe we'll make it longer. But. They, so they normally send me the job box and I open the Dropbox box and it was an episode it was Anthony Jezelnik's first episode so I got somebody <gasps> fucked up and then I got to see Exclusive. Anthony Jezelnik's show before the rest of America did you post it? yep
3: <laughs> um, so this is a school episode um,
2: my kid's in preschool now yes. which is you know what's weird this school is nuts my <laughs> kids can't bring certain schools now New York City Board of Ed uh-huh. certain schools no more homework what? homework's out what? and no book bags Nuts. That makes sense.
3: So that, okay. It's wow. like the book certain, bags certain schools like are like,
2: no, weapons no homework. You do not have. Why no, Why does
3: weapon or why? What's homework?
2: Because they're like the more focus on in the classroom, like one on one. And they figure because of technology, there's no point to do homework. The child's just going to go Google the answers anyway. Hmm. So you might as well teach them all they need to know when their phones are locked up they, and they have no choice to Google it.
4: They probably also have the option of giving them homework digitally. <laughs> Sure. They'll email you your math thing. You know? a- absolutely.
2: Yeah. So like, yeah, the book bags—it's it's not necessary. Like, my—I uh, um, know a kid who's nine years old. It, there's no—you can bring the book bag in. Their school is okay with it, but there's no textbooks. Everything is digitally. They each kid has a smart uh, tablet, and cool. that's what they that's do their work on. Sick. Because textbooks are paper. so heavy and paper and paper trying to save fucking Amazon and over my here.
3: Back. Yeah. You well, know. Too late for
2: that. Wild. Wild. Um, world we live in though
3: wild world we live in
4: it's a
2: wild wild world
4: I wonder if it's easier or harder to cheat without textbooks
2: Um. I think cheating is so easy now like I mean you could do anything like you I can have my phone away and like have a ear my earpiece in and have someone fucking reading me the answers like it's just so Mm -hmm. easy to cheat
3: I used to print um, in tiny, like, point four size font mm-hmm. and then put it on the inside of a water bottle. Well, let me
2: ask you. Ooh, you grew up in, clever. like, the Google age because Chloe and I weren't in...
3: Uh, excuse me. I grew up
4: in the Google age.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we were Googling, but, like, in high school, like, you couldn't—you you didn't have your 19, smartphone. 25. You didn't have a smartphone in high school. I did not. She did. That's so good. it's like, how did it work? How did it work, like, with school for you?
3: Um. Like, couldn't
2: you just Google your homework?
3: All of our classes took place on Vine. Um, <laughs> it was weird. Um... No, I think you would, well, because the questions aren't like.
2: Come on in, Ann. We're almost done. Okay, We're, okay, so, Nicole, you're telling because us the, about the, the how you are, cheated yes. your way through school so you Googled was, it, you millennial. Yeah.
3: Well, the questions aren't like, what's five plus five? It's like, who was uh, Thomas Jefferson's like best friend? or like, uh,
2: Alexander was, Hamilton. Oh, Jesus Christ.
3: Well, bad example for this <laughs>
2: fucking guy.
3: Yeah. But, like, I don't know. They're not things you can ne- necessarily just, like, Google, I guess. I don't know. Or no, but we I feel like maybe smart enough to I don't
2: know no there's th- but there's certainly like things that you I mean anything like but like
3: you can't google a math problem like how do you even type sure you in can. you can't I like type you could... in like the PEMDAS
2: you can't you can't PEMDAS.
3: type in PEMDAS
2: PEMDAS well
3: you know like yeah.
2: no like, we're saying do you what's PEMDAS w- oh true.
4: uh, uh, uh parentheses, parentheses um uh um the little guys the, the um integrals ent- electrons what is it
3: Electrons uh,
4: multiplication. It's the division. order you um
3: do all the oh, things in. Got it, got it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, It's the
4: order of operations. Got
3: it, got it. Order of operations. You're saying like
2: uh, knew, knew, knew it that some schools, New York City's public schools, no homework anymore, and some schools have no book bags. Mike, yeah, nine years old. No, he doesn't have. He he can, he can, but it's not necessary to bring a book bag.
3: I remember like being like in kindergarten though, and you have like a backpack, and the backpack's just like holding one piece of paper that has like your yeah. multiplication yeah. on it. Oh so yeah. It is, weird for but it's so fun yeah. to choose a backpack exactly yeah and that's what it's all
2: about that's what it's all about i know my kid that has a book a... bag in preschool and it's just her piggy and blankie are in there and like bags of fucking snacks
3: what's yeah. her what's her backpack uh theme
2: it's um it's like furry and like kind of like 80s tie-dye color <gasps> she loves 80s stuff that's wow. sick. she like always wants to like put her hair like like dress like 80s like vintage
3: <gasps> i love that yeah
2: Not i don't know ever. why but that's what she wants
3: Mm, okay well um, um, let's play some John Mulaney another uh, who's that Um, comedian uh, oh for um,
2: but what's is he gonna talk about going back to school he's gonna talk about school what is, what, is that, a that fucking petunia in school, Petunian school?
3: <laughs> hot ref
2: hot yeah um, <laughs> hot ref
3: talk to you next week Chris
2: no okay. alright fine I'll be here I'll summer come.
3: break yeah please come next week yep
2: okay go back to school Bye. Do it. Or just get an education and don't use it, like me.
1: I wasn't very good in school when I was younger, and my worst subject was math. And I went to this grade school where they did this thing one year where they decided to uh, divide all the kids up into two different math groups, right, based on your abilities. And the first group that you could be in was called the Blue Angels. (laughs) and it was named after the famous aviators. And the other group was called Group Two. Oh, we were a swell bunch of kids in Group Two. The best part of it is we picked the name ourselves. The teacher was like, hey, what are we gonna call you Group Two? And we were like, ah, bingo, you got it right there. Four and five is 12 and we're done for the day. I went to a Catholic uh, grade school when I was younger uh, and we had to like learn a new Bible story every single week. And uh, it was this Bible study class. Although it wasn't called Bible study class. It was called religious studies. Uh, we mainly studied one religion. It wasn't a lot of like Hinduism or anything in there. So you'd learn a Bible story, uh, like, backwards and forwards, and then we'd, like, present on them at the end of the week. And so a lot of them are still burned into my brain, you know? Also, there's, like, a lot of weird stuff going on in there, like the story of um, King Solomon and the baby. Do you guys remember that one? If you don't, I'll take you through the details. (laughs) So in the Bible, uh, King Solomon, he's, like, the wise king of Israel. And these two women bring him a baby. And they say, uh, King Solomon, we both claim that this is our baby. What are you going to do? And Solomon says, well, we will cut the baby down the middle. And the first woman says, oh, okay. (laughs) And the other woman says no, don't cut the baby down the middle. And King Solomon says to her, ah, ha, 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 congratulations. You have proven yourself to be the real mother. A couple things with that. One, who is this first woman that's like, yeah, cut the baby in half. That sounds like a good idea. Like, what kind of awful bitch has just stolen a bitch? Ba- she stole a baby. And then the first time she's asked about it, she's like, look, I'll take what I can get. Can I get the legs? I'll take the legs. She can have the top part. She is so fucked up that she calls the head the top part. Secondly, that he knew it was the real mother because she knows not to cut a baby in half. Yeah. I think most people would come to that conclusion. Like even if I was just like walking down the street and there was someone about to saw a child in half, I would be like, "Hey!" Why don't you not do that? And he'd be like, oh, you must be the father. Congratulations. You have passed my test.
2: This has been a Comedy Central podcast.